Hello, welcome everyone across the nations. Please share this video with your friends and colleagues that they would that they would want to join us in these prayers today. Please subscribe to Delhi Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. Connect with us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch and Twitter. Prayer Experience Hotline. You can read this hotline if you need prayer and there will be somebody on the other end of the phone that will take you will take your message. Thank you. And we are now going into Thanksgiving. Psalm 95 verses 1 to 2. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. Oh, we thank you, Father, for this glorious day. We thank you, Father, that as we gather together, we can pray to you, Lord. And where two or three are gather, gathered, there you are in the midst. Oh, blessed Jesus, we want to give you thanks for waking us up this morning. You can pray along with us on this glorious day. We appreciate you, Father, for sending your precious son, Jesus, to die for us to redeem us from our sin. Thank you for enduring so much pain and suffering for our salvation. We pray we will be blessed with the same kind of strength to endure life for your sake, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your protection, not only for ourselves, but for our loved ones as well. Lead us, Lord, in whatever we do. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, we thank you for every blessing and also for every trial that we go through, for they shape us into who we are and who we are meant to be and whom you want us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Lord, we thank you for your word. As your word says, we love to come and sing and extol your name because you are the glorious God on high who created all things. We thank you, Lord, that you made the heavens and the earth and all that is in it. We thank you, Father, that you know the end from the beginning. You are the great I am. You are our wonderful creator who created all things. Your name is your name is the great I am. You say I am the great I am. And Father, we appreciate everything you are doing in our lives. You are working in the midst of every one of your children. You dwell within their hearts by the Holy Spirit. And Lord, you teach us all things. You are our wonderful heavenly Father. And we just want to praise you. We want to give you all the glory. We honor you. Oh, Father, what could we do without you? We could do nothing because you give us the strength we need to be able to carry out assignments for you, Lord. We cannot do it in our own strength. But, Father, you dwell within us. You dwell in us with your Holy Spirit that takes control of our lives. And, Lord, we thank you because your Holy Spirit is so wonderful, so precious to us. You are precious, Holy Spirit, and we need more of you. We need more of you to dwell within us in every person's hearts today, like the rivers of living water flowing out from our hearts onto everyone around us. 
Oh, Father, we pray your presence will be in every home, on every platform, in around everybody that's here today that's listening to your word. In Jesus' holy, precious name, amen. Now we're going into inspired word. We are on John 4, 1 to verse 3. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. And um, what happened, he went back to Galilee and he came to Samaria and there to a town there called Sechor, a town in Samaria. And there's a plot of land that Jacob had given his son Joseph and it was Jacob's well. And Jacob's well was there. Jesus sat down by the well about the sixth hour. He was feeling very tired and a Samaritan woman came out to draw water. Jesus said, give me a drink. Jews, not Jews don't not associate with Samaritan women. Why do you ask me for a drink? Jesus said, if you knew the gift of God and who is asking you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said, the well is deep, sir, and you have nothing to draw with. Then she asked, where can I get this living water? And Jesus told her, everyone who drinks this water from the well will be thirsty again. But the water I give him, he will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become a wellspring in him, a wellspring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said, sir, give me this water, then I won't thirst again. He said, go call your husband. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact being you have had five husbands and this man that you are with is not your husband. The woman said, yes, this is true. Sir, she said, I see you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped here on the mountains. But the Jews claim that we must worship in Jerusalem. Jesus said, the time is coming where you won't worship on the mountain, nor Jerusalem, because um, oh, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. But we worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. And the time is coming and now has come where the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And this is what the Father seeks. These kind of worshippers, God seeks these kind of worshippers. God is spirit and in his worshipper, and his worshippers must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know the Messiah called Christ is to come. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus declared, I am here speaking to you. Then she left her water jar and the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come see a man who has told me everything I ever did. Come, could this be the Christ? Then the people made their way towards Jesus. And now we're going into meditation. 
We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Now we're into reflection and prayer. This was not a random meeting. This must have been planned through Jesus. Jesus wanted to speak specifically with this woman. Jesus knew when to present the promise of God to her. She might have thought her sins disqualified her from receiving the living water, but it didn't. This depicts Jesus' love and mercy and compassion for mankind. This woman looked into the wrong direction. She tried to fill a void by her many husbands. But only Jesus, who were receiving salvation, the living water, would the, the void be filled. And this shows us how much Jesus loves the unlikely characters. We know the living water is salvation because Jesus said it is a gift of God. This woman must have received the living water for she excitedly went to tell everyone about Jesus. How amazing. Jesus showed her he was a never-ending water and she was so thirsty for this water. And when we put our faith and trust in Jesus as a living water, we can be sure the well will never run dry. Jesus is not surprised by people's sins and weaknesses. He seeks to reconcile them to the Father. He knows what they are not and what they will become. And he works in their inner beings. The living water given to us so freely in Christ becomes a wellspring of life. Um, and we and welcome, uh, we come to Jesus to be forgiven and filled. The void is filled by Christ and our lives overflow. And then we go and proclaim Jesus. So now let us pray together. Oh, Father, we thank you. We will proclaim your name. You are our Father and we love you. And you provide the living water for every soul. You will not, you will not give your glory to another, Lord, but you will provide your living water and your living water will flow out of our inner beings onto other people round about. You are a gracious God, a compassionate God, and you knew the woman at the well. You knew everything about her like you do with us, Lord, and you taught, and she must have felt ashamed for her many husbands, but you were compassionate and you forgave her and you provided the water because she asked you, where can I get this water from? Father, she excitedly went into the village, to the town, and we want to do the same, Father, for you because we love you and you provided everything for us. We have your strength and might in our inner beings and you have given us this for a reason, to proclaim you are the most high God on high and that you will forgive and you will transform lives, that you will change your heart of, of um, rock into a softened heart, that you will pierce hearts and minds with the love of you, Jesus Christ. You will not give up. You will not give up on people that have wandered off. You will not give up on people that are tormented in the minds. Because, Lord, this woman at the well was tormented. 
she didn't want to go out to the well at a certain time because other people would go there and she knew she would be ridiculed that they would say things to her because there were many husbands. But Lord, you went into that town because you knew she would come out and you knew you would have chance to talk to her. You gave her life and you give her life eternal and she knew you as the Christ and we know you are the Christ and we are never going to wander from your path because we know you have given us everything we need. Where else can we look? We can't look anywhere else because you are in us and you are directing our path. You are giving us life. You have given us life eternal. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. And we say thank you. Thank you, our dear Lord God. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you that you have mercy upon every one of us. When we go wrong, you lift us up again and you direct our path to where you want us to go. In Jesus' name, amen. And now we're doing prayers for the church. John 16, verse 13, NIV. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. In this book, John is saying, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what he what is to come. He will bring glory to me, this is Jesus, to me by taking what is mine and making it known to you. Now, here we see we must let our minds think on the things of the spirit. Because Paul tells, in, Paul tells the Romans, you are not controlled by the sinful nature, but by the spirit. When you was in your old life, you used to live to please yourselves and gratifying the sins of the flesh. But now you live to please God and the benefits you reap leads to holiness. So if we set our minds on the sin nature, we will be grieving the Holy Spirit and we don't want to do that. So we dwell on above, on the things from above. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We should be careful we don't let our hearts become tainted by wrong desires, by setting our minds on fleshly things. Instead, we set our minds on the things from above. But our God is gracious. And if you go wrong and then turn back to the Lord to embrace God's best purposes for your life, like King David, you will want to pray. Create in me a pure heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And when you turn to God with renewed repentance, God washes you clean again. And Jesus says, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And we will have such a desire 
to continue to walk in his ways because Jesus has restored us again. For we have the mind of Christ. This is in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16. The Holy Spirit wants to inform our minds according to his ways rather than our natural ways. But because our minds have been conditioned, it takes time for our thinking to be renewed. And what we think determines what we will do. This is what Paul says in Romans 8, 5. Those who live in accordance with the Spirit as their minds set on what the Spirit desires. We have a warning in Scripture not to lean on our own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. We need to understand that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and God's thoughts are truth. We will experience conflict between our spirit and the flesh within us at times. But God promises that he will never allow us to be tempted beyond what we can endure. The Lord is the centre of this conflict within us. He is in the centre of the conflict because his spirit dwells within us. And if the spirit that fights, and if the spirit dwells within us, this fights, the spirit fights against the world, the flesh, and the devil. For the one in us is greater than he who is in the world. We are told this in scripture. Jesus, when he spoke of the Holy Spirit, he said that rivers of living water would flow out of your innermost beings from your heart. By this, Jesus was meaning the spirit which those who believed in him would receive later because the spirit had not yet been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. But now Jesus has been glorified and his spirit has been poured out. Many rivers can flow out from your heart, excuse me, not rivers of negativity or critical speech, but of praise to God for what he has done for us by sending his son Jesus Christ to die for the sins of the whole world, that he shed his precious blood. God is greater than Satan. The spirit is more powerful than the flesh, and Jesus overcome the world. If you believe Jesus is Lord and confess with your mouth, repenting as forgiveness for your sins, you shall be saved. You when you are born again from the Spirit above, you will receive the living water, salvation of your souls. Thank you, Jesus. We pray, Father, for lost souls today. Father, we pray that you will bring the lost souls to you, Lord. Draw them by your cords of love. Father, we pray lost souls will receive your living water, salvation. Father, we pray we will go out into the streets and the marketplaces that we will proclaim the Most High God through the gospel message, through the gospel message. How can people hear if there is no preacher? How can people know if it's not told them? Father, you are our glorious heavenly God and we know you want none to perish. You are the, the one that cursed loves as a compassionate heart you will not let anyone go astray in jesus precious holy name amen and now we are praying for the nations
Matthew 12, 21, NIV, in the name, <clears throat> in the name, the nations will put their, in his name, the nations will put their hope. Thank you, Lord, you are stirring the hearts of intercessors to cry out for more, out for the nations of the world. <clears throat> Pour your spirit out over the nations, Lord. Lost souls being saved. Lost souls being saved, your children that's wandered off the right path, coming back home, Lord. Revive our hearts, Lord. Revive the hearts, the cold hearts towards you, Lord. Lord, revive unbelievers to the truth of your word. We pray our new government leader will do God for our nation, Lord. Pour out your fire, Lord. Pour out your fire. Burn within us, Lord. More fire to intercede. More of your power, Lord. More of your glory, Lord. Revive your church, oh Lord. Bring revival to Nigeria. Bring revival to Africa, to Iran, to Pakistan. Revival to America, Australia. Dry up the floods in Pakistan. Let signs and wonders take place. We pray every plan of the enemy against the church will be frustrated and come to nothing. Let the great awakening begin. Come in power, Lord. Come in mercy. Lord, have mercy for the nations. You died, Lord Jesus, for every person in every nation that none should perish. You shed your blood to cleanse people from their sins. Lord, you carried out your Father's will. Holy Spirit, come upon people, bringing conviction of sins, hearts burning in repentance. We pray for souls, souls, Lord, for your kingdom, turning their darkness into light. Lord, Lord, have mercy, have mercy, O oh Lord, upon the nations. We are in the end days. The clock is ticking. Crimes are soaring. People are hungry to know the truth. Send forth evangelists. Send forth missionaries. Take your light and your word to the nations. Lord, heal the mentally ill. Restore their minds. Lord, let them hear the truth of your word. Open doors for us, Lord, to witness in hospitals, in schools and colleges and that we have a passion to reach the youth. Lord, have mercy upon the youth, the schools, the colleges, universities. Send forth your word into these places, your word with fire, dispelling all darkness as your word softens their hearts, and they receive salvation in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And now we're going into healing prayer. And we are on Luke 13, 11 to 13 NIV. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up. Oh, thank you, Father, for this wonderful scripture. And... Um, what happened, Lord? Oh, I missed it. Sorry. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, 
woman, you are set free from your infirmity. And then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Thank you, mighty God. Now this woman, God prayed for her and she was straightened up. And later on in chapter 16, Jesus said she was a daughter of Abraham, who Satan had kept bound for 18 long years. The Pharisees was complaining because Jesus healed her on the Sabbath day. But Jesus said, wouldn't you take your, your donkeys to have a drink of water on the Sabbath? This shows us that the devil can bind people and we have to rebuke sickness, affliction he has put on us. And Christ is a healer. We pray, Father, for cancer. Lord, we pray the cancer be uprooted and that the root will shrivel and die in every person in Jesus Christ's precious name. We pray for tumours to dissolve, completely dissolve in Jesus' holy, precious name. We pray for arthritis. We pray that bones, instead of being um, all out of joint, will be straightened like what Jesus prayed for this woman. We pray, Lord, that you will straighten out bones of, in arthritis patients. Lord, we pray that they will, that your power and might will flow through their beings and you will set them free from this infirmity in Jesus Christ's precious name. We pray for lungs, that lungs be healed, that, Lord, you restore lungs, Breathe your breath of life, Lord, into lungs that are finding it difficult through, through COVID and, and any flu or diseases, Lord. Breathe your breath of life into them, oh God, we pray in Jesus' name be healed. We pray for fevers to go down to the temperature that it's meant to be, to be normal. All fever leave bodies of sickness right now. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, Heavenly Father. We know you are the Lord, our healer. We pray for any person today who is on this platform that you, Lord, will move by your power and might and create in them a miracle by your Holy Spirit that they will have testimonies to glorify your name because you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are the light of the world, and we are your children of light, and you have given us an authority to cast out devils and demons from people's lives, to lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And we can pray. There's no distance between the Spirit. So when we pray, people can be healed, the same as when we are with them. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for praying with us. It's been a privilege. Subscribe to free audio podcast. Prayer experience is back. Friday, 1 p.m., and we have the lovely Jane with us tomorrow. Prayer experience is back Friday, 1 p.m. Thank you.
yes, it's been... Join them crowd.